What's up, Mike? How you doing? Pretty good. How am I coming in? All right? Yeah, nice and uh, perfect, actually. I'm pretty surprised. Perfect. Were you planning it out today? Did you do a couple practice runs? No, not really, but I got to tell you, I had like an hour, like I saw that that uh, thing come up, and it's like start at one o'clock, whatever. Yeah, man. I had about an hour, I was like, damn, I got so much time. I ran out of time. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I forgot, we're starting. Thank you know, God you go by Colorado time, which happens to be uh It's a little bit delayed. Slow. Yeah, that's right. We're always late. Uh, uh, always. Well, you know, it's nice out here in Colorado for the first time in months. So I went for a little run this morning, and- uh nice. You know, the cats kept me up all night last night, so I unfortunately slept in a little and uh, delayed my, uh, my morning routine a little bit. Usually I get up, have a little coffee, watch the morning Sunday shows, you know, meet the press, and uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. usually just to rile me up and get me really pissed off as I put together the docket for the show on Sunday. And uh, today I kind of uh, missed out on some of my, uh, you know, the morning rush, if you will, of rage. Uh, but Probably okay. better for you. Probably, yeah, I feel a little bit more happy. Mentally healthier, yes, yeah. I'm a little in a more positive mood, I guess. <laughs> but we finally had two days of sunshine, uh, and Jared Polis, that piece of crap, couldn't handle it, so he had to fly over his fucking chemtrail planes today. Mm-hmm. So one spot, they're chemtrailing right over where the sun is going. Uh, you know, passing over, yeah. motherfucker. The only Maybe the machine was down for a couple days, you know. Well, you know what? Friday for weeks it was supposed to be sunny and sixty-one, and then they just sprayed like fucking crazy, man. I mean, they coated <laughs> they coated the fucking sky Thursday and Friday, and it ended up being fifty-one degrees and overcast. Mm. So they dropped the, the the temp ten degrees, and uh, we were stuck with. Uh, potential rainstorms, which never came through, and then uh, I was a little pissed off, but then we luckily got yesterday, it was 65 and sunny. Uh, they did do some spraying, and then today they're, they're back to spraying again. Now, here's been my theory long for a while now with these uh, chemtrails and what have you. Every time they lay it on thick here, they seem to have insane super storms like two days later out east, and sure enough, they did some extreme spraying Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday around that time frame. And then what we have this weekend? Killer tornadoes all through the uh, Midwest there. Yeah. Well, so what happens when you play with the weather. You're playing, with God, you're playing God, you know? Playing God. Anyways, it was a good weekend nonetheless. We were outside yesterday in what filtered sunshine is- they let us have. <laughs> and this is why we'll never solve anything. Yeah. Exactly. Because the people on the left are blaming some existential crisis climate change for this weather, and you're blaming the left. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and nobody's just (laughs) accepting the fact that it's weather. Maybe we should adapt. (laughs) The only solace I have in this now, knowing that I'm being systematically poisoned from the sky uh, by the government, is knowing that Jared Polis and his family are getting poisoned equally the same as me. So we're all dying together. Oh, they're not, they're not chemtrailing over his house. He lives in no, Boulder. He's getting the brunt force of it, too. So. You think so? Oh, dude, these liberals, man, they fucking believe in everything they're doing. Remember, Mike? They took the jab. I'm wearing it for you. I'm wearing this yeah. mask for you. I'm spraying the chemtrails for you, man. Uh, they're Saving- heroes. <laughs> we're heroes, baby. Uh, so he lives in Boulder, and so I can, you know, I find solace in that a little bit. But yesterday was great. I've heard anybody call a nurse a hero in a long time. No, that's right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or the doctors. Turns out that wasn't good for anybody's ego. Doctors and nurses no longer on the hero list. Now it's just cops who go in and raid schools and uh, shoot the, the, uh, the shooters, man. Well, it turns out you weren't being so courageous as you were just being greedy and taking money from pharmaceutical companies. (laughs) And the taxpayers, man. We'll never get any of that money back. And, you know, the inflation (laughs) we have now is because of just the flow of money that was, uh, you know, unstopped for two years. Dude, uh, you know what really got me was, uh, dude, this transgender shooting, right? It's quite the topic, man. It really opened up... a whole can of worms for the left. Yes. Because this is clearly a mental illness. 
right? Absolutely. You you guys are now in the in a, in a position where you have to justify why a person who believes they're in the wrong body is mentally stable enough to have a gun. Yes. Great call. Right? Yeah. Because you're you're saying you're using this to call for more gun legislation, but you can't say we can't give it to trannies because they're mentally ill, right? That's so then, right. who are you just going to take it away from? Everybody? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 just the mentally ill. So you're saying the trannies are mentally ill? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's right. Right. Well, uh, that's number one, and number two is, I, I think it's exposing the uh, fissure between several of the letters within the alphabet group that is the LGBT sandwich. Uh, I think, and I've been kind of saying this for a while now, but the L's, the G's, and the B's, they don't want anything more to do with the T's. Yeah, the T's are kind of their own thing. They always That's, have been. The, the T isn't a sexual preference, it's a mental disorder. <laughs> yes, yes, right? man, absolutely. And the T's are the ones, you don't have a lot of gay men demanding to go read story time to the kids yeah you really well that's what trannies are i mean that's what drags are yes but they're <laughs> my point being the the drag queens aren't trannies those are gay men yeah but they're represent they're representing the tranny movement man maybe i feel like they are but they're trying to see co-opt the game. notice how d isn't even in that equation d. nobody wants to be part of the d's the d's are like their own total what are the d's you need to start putting Democrats? the d's the drag queens. Oh, the drag queens. Yeah. You need to start putting the D's and the T's together. I'm pretty you know? sure the D's are with the T's. I think they've become their own little group there. And that's why the gay men, yeah. the, the, the normal gay men, the modern family gay men, the dudes who adopt the kids and want to be stand-up who, citizens. Who fought and died and protested for that right to just yes. be a regular family. Yes. Yeah. They don't want anything to do with either the drag queens or the trannies at this point. And the drag queens, yeah. dude, what's your deal with the kids, man? It's fucking weird. That is just, yeah, that's a weird one. Did that's you, a weird one. Did you watch Bill Maher? I still have to watch it because I listened to it and it was really weird to listen to, man. He... One, he definitely <laughs> lost his audience. There's like four, uh, there's like four people clapping for him. Yeah, I know, dude. It's. I think people are going there just to hate watch him at this point. It's insane. And then, yeah, uh, then they bring on this lady. Who the fuck was that lady, dude? The black lady. She's a Republican from Virginia, Lieutenant Governor. Why do they always bring on the weirdest Republicans? She she had some really good points actually, and she was oh, actually she... very funny. Uh, her and Bill got along pretty well. I thought yeah, it was kind of comical. Like you didn't like her well. She's uh she's black Jamaican. Uh, she brought up some great points uh, about gun ownership. And I think here's women. what it is, man. I think if you watched it like you did, you f okay, you like saw it, you're like maybe that looks better. But if you just listened to it, it was terrible dialogue. It was terrible points. She really didn't have any good points. I felt like she made a few... Uh, I was more interested, actually, to be totally honest, in the dude that was on the panel. Uh, I can't... His name is escaping me right now, but he was introduced by Bill <laughs> Democrat Maher. Democrat gay. He was, he was a gay Democrat. Put that in parentheses. Yes. Democrat gay. It could be any Democrat gay. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he wrote a book. Did you catch it at the beginning? Uh, it, it was a quick nod to his... Uh, newest book that he released which was about the under the seedy underbelly of the gay scene in washington <laughs> no i didn't that was his that. promotional book that he was touring on and so he's clearly a very out there homosexual in washington dc and dude i found his take on everything to be kind of shocking as if i think the left is completely split at this point, and I believe this shooting is what did it, honestly. No, I think this shooting exposed it. Yes. I yes. think it was already there, and this, this just kind of finally... Dude, when you guys are talking about trans acceptance and the violence towards trans right after the shooting... No, no, no. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the trans. Let's focus on the fact that these kids died. And one of the biggest things, man, we need to stop talking about the fact that this lady was trans. We need to stop talking about the guns. The number one thing we should all be talking about when it comes to these... You really want to stop sh school shooting. Let's talk about the pharmaceutical companies. 
Let's talk about what kind of fucking medications these people are on. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I, I think we need to start more than, oh, Frank, you got an anger issue. You went to go talk to a psychiatrist. Now you can't have a gun. Fuck that, dude. Everybody goes through moments in life, right? Absolutely. I think we need to start banning gun ownership based on what kind of drugs are you taking. Wow. Farmers, you know, <laughs> listen, listen, if I have a proven record of smoking crack, unless I'm Joe Biden's son, I can't get a gun. But you can load, <laughs> you can load me up with testosterone and antidepressants yeah, and all these psychoactive, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm still good to go get a gun? Something's wrong there. Why are we never talking about that issue? Well, because then it almost seems deliberate, right? You want these jacked up freaks and weirdos who are on all sorts of fucking drugs to obtain yes. these guns and then do these yes. mass shootings so you can implement more laws to restrict people's gun rights. No, they don't. No, I cannot. I cannot stress this enough. The Democrats, these Democratic politicians, they live in communities where these rules don't apply. So they don't give a fuck about your gun rules. They want these mass shootings because it's going to radicalize people into fighting for their democratic cause. Yes. It's literally just a way of getting sol more soldiers in the army, in their army, you know? In their army, because when it comes to our army, they're literally sounding major red flags. They are, uh, <clears throat> I believe a study came out and it was something of 71% uh, of people aged 18 to 24 are not physically or mentally fit to be in the army. Minimum requirements. Yo, your boy over here made it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but you, how hard can those standards be? But I think that I was a 19 year old stoner and I made it in. You know, <laughs> look, man, the youth all you know jacked up on all sorts of pills for ADHD and depression. On top of it all, uh, we have a huge you know, uh, percentage of these kids now taking hormone therapies and all this shit. We, well, dude, we got a problem. Listen, listen, you can't get in if you're on Ritalin or Adderall. Right. You got, you got ADD, you can't get in, but you're on testosterone, you're on hormone replacement because you're born in the wrong body. Now come on in, Francine. Yeah, let's give you a semi-automatic rifle and see what you can do, baby. <laughs> you want the woman's uniform or the man's uniform? I don't know. <laughs> They both look good with the automatic grenade launcher we're about to throw on your shoulder. They all come with dick holes. Don't worry, people. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it uh, yeah. It's a really weird situation. I, I implore everyone to check out this study. It was done by the Department of Defense. It was an internal study based on their recruitment efforts. They quite literally cannot recruit a majority of the American population who is the fighting age. Our army is depleted. And do you know what the number one cause in that article? I think I sent you the link to the article. Maybe I didn't, but... Uh, it's been a busy week. The, um, it, I read it. It was like last night. And, uh, and the article was in like the Military Times or whatever. <laughs> like The military is very freaked out about the fact that most of the American public is too fat and too sick to fight. And not only that... The number one reason they lost major areas of recruitment, the vaccine mandates. It's Absolutely. Literally, they, they, uh, literally, they established that in the article that, that those mandates destroyed their recruitment efforts for years and they have yet to rebound. You guys made a political decision and now you can't believe 50% of the country went against you on that political decision. <laughs> yeah, That's man. Right? That's how it works. <laughs> it's how it works in America. But we got a serious problem. And what I think got exposed with the shooting um, in Tennessee was the mental health problem in America. And I think it's more of a drug problem. I don't think it's a, I think it's more of we're just. I think forever right. you yeah, had right. people that were depressed, people that were sad. You go through hard times, dude. And everybody around them told them to buck up. It's yeah. going to get better. I know it doesn't feel like it. Time will heal all wounds. You know, just keep going to work, keep chugging, keep moving forward. You know, now it's, oh, my God, you feel sad? Well, come into the safe space. <laughs> Nobody will. Nobody's going to talk bad about you. Here, right. Just stay as long as you want. <laughs> and then you sit there and you cry about everything that's going on in your life. Dude, stop complaining. I think you're stop on the money. Uh, How many times did you hear Nono complain? Did you ever hear Nono whine about anything? Never. The guy, the guy, the, the, you know, it always gets me is I always think about this, like, 
Like I get my brain from somebody. You know what I mean? Like my oh, yeah. genes come from from that line. That's right, man. Right? Yeah. And just by the way he lived his life and his brother and everything, you know they had similar brains to us and similar thought patterns. We're like, I go insane if I have to sit at one place and do one job <laughs> over and over again, right? That's right. So so for him to do that for his family, it had to be fucking torture. That had to be the most torturous part of his life. You know what I mean? But he did it. Never complained. Sacrifice. And then after doing that, he would go cut grass with his son until the sun went down. <laughs> probably like, the highlight of his night, though. In all probably honesty. the highlight. <laughs> yeah, he probably loved that part. I'm just, you know what I mean? That is, you never heard him complain, right? Go hang out with a 19-year-old. <laughs> They're crying because the weather is 10 degrees colder than average. Are you talking about Not me? only are they hey, crying, hey, hey, oh, you need to change your life pattern because this is a symbol of an existential crisis. Mike, I'm having a serious existential crisis with Jared Polis flying his goddamn planes over the sky and blocking <laughs> my son, man. Yes, I'm pissed off. I'm aggrieved. I got some serious fucking problems, man. You're the, no, no, couldn't do a podcast. He never complained. He had nothing to complain about. That's right. That's why podcasting's so good or doable now because we are all complaining. That's, the, that's, that's why every not, asshole like us has one. <laughs> I got nobody to listen to me in my real life, so I got to create this fictitious world where I can complain unfiltered. <laughs> in my world, I'm always right, see? Our Nona would literally look at this and be like, what do you guys talk about? I got nothing to say. Two hours? I got nothing to say. I could complain for two more, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> I already told you it's nice outside. What else are we going to talk about? We are a, uh, <laughs> we're a culture of weak pathetic men and it starts just whiny babies dude not, and like yeah if i hear one more guy tell me he's got a social anxiety i'm just gonna start swinging i'm literally just gonna start punching you you fucking assholes in the face you got social anxiety <laughs> dude uh social anxiety you live in a time where there's like there's literally no war nobody's drafting you in the army there's like <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> You got an air-conditioned house. You shit in a toilet. The the fucking shit gets taken out. You got fresh water. <laughs> yeah, man. No, you're totally right on the money. You know, uh, baseball kicked off this week. It was the opening weekend. And um, the Rockies, projected to be the worst team in the MLB this season, <laughs> have started off 2-0 and against the best team in the, in the MLB, against the Padres. So that's pretty fantastic. Wow. But an interesting side note is... Their closer, uh, Brad Hand, I believe his name is, was unavailable for the first two games of the series because he was unable to pitch and on the injured list due to, and I quote, social anxiety. Oh, go fuck yourself. On the injured list for anxiety, and everyone go was applauding him. Yourself. Oh, wow, it's so brave of him to admit that he has anxiety. You're getting paid millions of dollars to go out there for two innings and pitch six outs. Brave is Michael Jordan with 104 temperature going out on the court. Well, first of all, he was hungover, as legend has it. <laughs> You could, have your story, I have mine. Frank, in this world of alternative facts... He couldn't hang with Rodman. That's what happened. He, he and Rodman went to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can. That guy no, is. dude. <laughs> point being is, what a weak, pathetic excuse dude. to not play a fucking baseball. You're playing a kid's game, dude. Strap it on and go out and play, loser. Oh, they... Unbelievable, man. Social anxiety. But look... This starts from the top, man. We are a nation of weak, pathetic <laughs> I'm not asking you to go out there and negotiate peace between the fucking world nations here. I'm asking you to go out there and throw a fucking ball into a mitt. Social anxiety? <laughs> just pitch a fucking... You don't even have to talk. Speech. You don't even have to shake or nod your head. Just do what the fucking catcher says. Like, that is, are you... The social anxiety? <laughs> Am I asking you to befriend the, the batter or strike him out? <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about here? Well, Mike, we're a nation of weak losers, and we're led by What's weak this guy's name? losers, a Brad Hand. Hey, Bradley, come here. Hey, listen, Brad, we paid you $104 million to fucking throw the ball. Good news for you. We're not asking you to socialize, so your social anxiety Dude. doesn't apply. Go fucking throw the goddamn ball.
look, I got it. You might have some depression, whatever. It's not like you're a senator. <laughs> Senator John Fetterman is now out of the hospital after being treated for clinical depression. The Pennsylvania Democrat had been at Walter Reed since the end of February. He is now back in Pennsylvania. In a statement, Fetterman says he's excited to be the father and the husband he wants to be. And his was message, he says, statement? is that depression is treatable <laughs> and treatment works. He'll spend the next couple weeks at home before heading back to the Senate in mid-April. Wait a second, man. Mid-April? <laughs> this guy has yet to do anything senatorial. He's literally just been brain dead since the election. No, dude, he sponsored that bill while he was oh, in the hospital. That, that's right. He did a uh, a zoom in thumbs up, I believe is what happened. <laughs> they just showed a thumb across the screen. <laughs> oh, Frankie can't move his thumbs. With Fetterman, we're doing tongue up, tongue down. <laughs> he gurgled, I think, a yay. All right. <laughs> yay on the bill. <laughs> Sounded like his a hump. His hump winked to the right. So <laughs> <laughs> Fucking depression, man. Get out of here. The dude had a stroke. They, we have yet to yeah. get a video clip or an audio clip of the man saying anything. No, he, yeah, dude, this is insane. How so. stupid do you think we are? <laughs> exactly. Dude. How stupid do you think we are? <laughs> They're holding out till August. They probably need to wheel yeah. him in on a hospital bed so they could vote on taking away our Second Amendment rights. Uh, oh, we've I said can... it before. They're going to come in with one of those two persons, those two kids strollers. That's one's right. One's going to be Fetterman. The other one's going to be Feinstein. <laughs> and they're going to they're going to drool an X on the piece of paper, and uh, that'll be their vote. <laughs> so fucked Insane. up. It. Uh, what a weird culture we have going on here. The <clears throat> The left, man, obsessed with taking away our gun rights. Uh, I know you weren't too impressed with the lady on Bill Maher's show, but she did make some fantastic points, I thought, that are never addressed. And both the liberals on that panel, you know, the liberal guy and then Bill Maher, they both had to basically nod in agreement with the fact that, number one, no matter how hard they try, the Democrats just are not going to take away our guns. It's not going to happen. They, they're obsessed with it. However, number two, you have people like uh, the lieutenant governor that was there who's a black woman who said, uh, interestingly, statistically, uh, the highest rate of gun ownership in the last year or so has been black women purchasing guns to protect themselves. Yeah. Because they're the ones with the kids in these shitty-ass neighborhoods. Well, she also brought up the point that most of the people who need guns are poor uh, minorities who live in neighborhoods where they cannot depend on the cops ever even showing up if they call, let alone showing up in time to save them. That's 100% true. So you need protection in these neighborhoods. And, and, she, and she's right on the money. Look, do you think you're going to convince the minorities who are your, uh, you know, uh, Pride, uh, you know, they're, they're obsessed with the minority vote and the Democratic yeah, no, Party. That is your constituency. Are you really right. going to take away their guns? Because they are not for it. They're not going to vote for you. They're not going to vote for that. Yeah. It's an interesting take. Uh, but they will vote for you talking about taking away the white man's gun. <laughs> that's right, dude. Uh, I really enjoyed the part where they discussed, as we were kind of hammering on earlier, the mental illness issue, the fact that this person was trans. Uh, I love how Bill just right off the bat turns to the gay dude and says, what do you guys think about this whole movement now? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. I got a nice little chunk of it, and it incorporates the part where um, uh, basically he's implying that the B's, the G's, uh, and the uh, L's, they're, um, they're essentially done with the T's. And I know you feel like, I, I, I know a lot of my gay friends feel the same way, that the LGBTQ is, is it a coalition that needs to come apart, right? That, you, that the T perhaps should be its own thing and you're lumping people together who actually, aside from not having a lot of things in common, actually have some things that are contradicting each other. Well, I think up to the point mm. where the trans movement was looking for equality and dignity and respect, the same thing that the gay movement was looking for, then that's fine. And most Americans support that. And by the way, since 2020, in a Supreme Court decision that was written by a Trump-appointed judge, Neil Gorsuch, trans people are now protected under the 1964 Civil the Rights Act. The audience didn't like that one. <laughs> where I think the yeah. problem is, where some of the conflicts are, are, are coming, is in dealing with children. 
because a lot of these gender non-conforming children would otherwise grow up to be gay. I mean, if you're a boy who's wearing his sister's dresses and playing with dolls, I mean, you know, seven out of ten times, you're probably going to grow up to be gay. And likewise for a, maybe a tomboy girl. Many of them yeah. will grow up to be straight, too. Who knows? But a lot of these kids are now being told because Stop of right there. Stop right there. <laughs> Stop right there. I hate how they keep saying that. All young girls look like boys, right? A good and, chunk of them have that and, tomboy thing going on. Yeah. And then you, you hit an age. Some of them won't even hit it till college. That's and right. then out of nowhere, you just become a woman. Yes, we you all remember I mean? the girl who was one of the boys, and then you're a senior year of high school, and oh my gosh, she's smoking hot. What happened there? Where did those tits come Total from? Total babe. The fuck? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. And then, then it, it just it happens. And our job as adults is to protect these kids and get them to that point. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And then now you are a beautiful woman. You've become the butterfly. Right? Wow. Uh, yeah. the, the ugly duck is now the swan. Okay? <laughs> right. Now, if you want to go, now you decide you want to be the male swan, whatever that is. The goose? Whatever. We'll go with know. goose. I like that. Go for it. But <laughs> our job is to get you to that point. That you actually, you know, you don't understand what's coming. We do. So listen to us. Let us get you to that point. Now, once you see what we were talking about, now you want to decide to chop off your tits and do whatever, fine. But <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. It's our job to get them to that point. 100%. And I just, it's refreshing to hear someone that's a part of this, you know, alphabet coalition who's on the left, Washington, D.C. liberal guy, to be saying, look, man, this isn't normal the way we've been approaching this subject the last few years. We, we've been no, co-opted there's, here. There's no topic in the fucking world where we all look at a nine-year-old and go, oh, we don't agree, but you know what, kid? You're right. No! <laughs> There's no topic in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you're a boy, but you think you're a girl? Well, hey, kid, you're right. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I always think about uh, the scene in Big Daddy where uh, he's telling the kids at the playground, you know, Adam Sandler, he's talking about <laughs> not doing drugs or drinking booze, you know, and he's like, you know, it's good with a little yoo-hoo is a little rum. And the kid's like, what's rum? Rumpelstiltskin? You know, and it's just like, you can't talk, you can't talk about adult things with kids, man, because they only see it through the prism of being a kid. You know, it, like, it, oh, dude, it kills me because if you're telling me like your nine, ten year old, they want to, they're transgender, dude. No, you put that in their brain. Yes, that was an These adult idea seated into there. Just like the rum Rumpelstiltskin. You're right. They they don't even know what the fuck this is. <laughs> yeah, they're just play, They're just playing. Exactly. Everything's imagination. Yes, fucking, man. You know, one hundred percent. It's It's vivid, wild, imaginary stuff all the way up until you hit the double digits, man. And then even there, you're still dreaming of being, you know, hitting the home run in the World Series, oh, you know? I like, didn't realize I was a loser until 32. And then looking back, I was like, oh, I've been a loser my whole life. This has been consistent you know? since You're so one. delusional as a kid. I thought I was a winner. I thought I was winning. That's right. As kids, we think we have a chance. We think we could beat yeah. somebody. <laughs> I was on the same plane as Bill Gates, dude. I was fucking going to make it. I just hadn't gotten there yet, you know? That's right, man. Then you become an adult and reality sets in. <laughs> you, know? you start to see the world for how it really is. <laughs> yeah, right around you accept the job for 20 an hour where you're getting sprayed with shit water in the face. <laughs> you're like, oh, maybe I'm never going to be Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know in order to be Bill Gates, you got to take at least 17 to 18 trips on the Lolita Express to uh, St. James ah. Island there and hang out. Take that. Take no. friends. I should have fucked more kids. More kids. That's your. That's the problem. <clears throat> that's the problem yeah, with all of us. See, I'm sitting here trying to protect them from becoming trannies. Nah, I should be fucking them. That's right, dude. Uh, <laughs> you missed the boat on that one. Well, gender ideology. <laughs> that they're actually a member of the opposite sex. Well, what's interesting, if you've noticed, they are misgendering and deadnaming the murderer. Right? They are referring to the murderer by their given name, not their chosen name, right. and by their um, re re referring to her as a woman, as opposed to what her identity apparently was, was a man, right. which is not the way the media usually does these things. They're usually very particular about
the subjective sense of gender identity in respecting that. If someone says they're a man, then they're a man. But in this case, they're not doing that. H hang on. You know what? This person murdered six people. I don't really care who you say. See, this is why I hate are. this lady. <laughs> because he was agreeing with you. Like, you're kind of taking, you know what I mean? He was, yeah, and she is distracting a little from it, but I think her point is valid, uh, which is it's a little disturbing. We covered it with Joy Reid the uh, previous episode. What a disturbing yeah. take to have on this situation where three kids were murdered. You guys are victimizing the killer. This is so uh, insane and backwards from every other shooting we've ever experienced as a culture. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just didn't like... I, I didn't like how she... Because I thought he was going towards a really good point. He was, he was pointing out that they are dead naming... He was pointing out the yes. fact that... He was pointing out the fact that because he killed these people, the, the media doesn't seem to agree with the. You know what I mean? I. She just, you're right. <clears throat> you know, he was pointing out the fact that they believe in this ideology to a point, and then now they're even admitting with their actions that the ideology goes out the window when, once reality comes in play. Absolutely, and it's and he he never got to finish that point, just like you never get to finish yours. Yeah, I never. <laughs> It goes with the territory of the show. Uh, I think what's great about it is, you're right, they're kind of agreeing, and she did kind of take away from it, but th I agree with both of them. You know, <clears throat> The media obsession with the tranny stuff, it was very funny to see unfold because it was almost like, uh, for once, the right was obsessed with the tranny topic, and the left wanted nothing to do with it. You know, like every oh, other scenario, it. it's a fucking we're going to obsess over the tranny stuff. But now all of a sudden, no, 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 she, we're not going to talk about her uh, gender preferences. And I like what the guy's saying. They're using the dead name, which is the number one offense in their community. Right. You can't use the dead name. And then they're misgendering, calling it uh, calling her a uh, she. And what's crazy about this is I brought it up. A couple episodes ago, we had two recent shootings, mass shootings here in Colorado. Both shooters were non-binary, transgendered, affiliated people. They used the pronoun shit in their bios. Uh, media wanted nothing to do with it. We've already forgotten about those yeah. shootings. And I'll bring up a third Colorado shooting that happened two years ago. We just crossed the anniversary. It was the shooting in Boulder where they shot up the King Supers. And there was the hero cop story. It was a really, you know crazy scenario and then we forgot all about the shooter <clears throat> because he wasn't as white as everyone had immediately <laughs> anticipated and he turned out to be syrian and so now we oh, don't the, talk about it no that was when that was when syrians became white that's right yes i forgot dude remember yeah. it was the whole argument for like three days and then they just stopped talking about it <laughs> And now here, the two-year anniversary breezed through, and no one batted an eye in Colorado. And we have uh, just following two shootings within the last couple months, both non-binary, tranny folk. Uh, it's a problem. I think you're right on the money with the idea that if you're on pharmaceuticals, you don't get that gun, man. That should be a number one requirement, is if you are on certain medications, that has to be reported. And if you want to get a gun... You can't, because, uh, come on, man. <laughs> well, it, these, these drugs are literally designed to, like, disconnect you from reality. Yes. Absolutely. And, and how many of these shooters are on these, these uh, SSRIs and shit? A hundred percent. And there's, there can't be a coincidence that when we started drugging up all the kids and shit with these antidepressants, that's when we started getting... Dude, these, this shit didn't happen in the 90s. No, it didn't. It happened once, and we all remembered it. At the very end. And then it never stopped. When pharmaceuticals began flooding our communities, and that was the late 90s, that's when ADHD... Mike, did we have a friend in our community who wasn't on Ritalin in the late 90s? Oh, seriously. The only reason, the only reason we, reason we were it, is because our parents didn't want to pay for it. They're fucking broke as <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the doctor literally looked at our dad and said, oh, well, you could even run around a lot or take this drug. And he just had us run around a lot. Yes. We signed up for more sports. We were doing sports. More three, sports. Three and we had seasons. to go work with our uncle. On the weekends. <laughs> Burn off the energy. 
literally our brains were saved from the onslaught of the pharmaceutical industry because our parents were just uh, frugal and cheap. That's no, I, just, <laughs> no, I think it's because they were European and they were like, no, they don't need drugs. They need to burn <clears throat> off the energy. They yeah, too much the, energy. Exactly. They need to burn it off. It's an interesting, um, you know, kind of viewpoint to like look back at what's you know unfolded over the last twenty plus years. In that time frame, we've seen the rise of depression, the rise of the transgender movement, the rise of LGBTQ sandwich people in our uh, in, in our school systems, and then <clears throat> the rise in school shootings and mass shootings. I mean, the, the not only that, suicides are. Up. That's what I'm saying. Like the graphs must perfectly align. Almost, right? Yeah. If you were to overlap them, the, the rise in pharmaceuticals with the rise in mass shootings and the and rise it, in depression. And it comes with the positivity movement, too. Like, we've gone so far overboard of, like, you are beautiful no matter what. Like, no. If you're fat, you're going to feel like shit. It doesn't matter what everybody tells Not you. Not anymore, dude. They are full. I'm seeing shit every day on Ozempic. They are society right now fully on board with taking this Ozempic to just lose all your weight. Oh, that means they found a drug for fat. That means now we're going to not look fat anymore. Okay. See, the <laughs> pharmaceutical companies rule the world. Absolutely. Yes. Man. It's crazy stuff. Ozempic? Man. Yeah, Ozempic. I almost oh, daily. If anybody's listening, please, before you take Ozempic, look up Ozempic face. That's right. It's, it's messed up, man. <laughs> You're going to look like a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, the pharmaceutical uh, pharmaceutical company ruling the world, no doubt. Um, and then they shut. <laughs> and then they shut up Joe Rogan. He he had a video. Uh, it got banned. I don't know if it got banned or whatever. It got deleted. It was like this little short of him talking about like how almost every drug you take. If you're if you're on like <clears throat> like so many young people, they're on like cholesterol medicine, blood pressure medicine. That's right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, like almost every single one of these can be eliminated from 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 your your whatever if if you just watch what you eat lower the calories right and start walking and then when you could when you're good at walking start jogging and before you know it you know it's like yes the best you need to take drugs the rest of your life dude you need to exercise best advice i ever received about 10 years ago from a little asian man he told me uh in response to me having back problems uh, you know, I was getting advice from everyone. Oh, check out this chiropractor or, you know, I take this kind of substance or put this salve on your back every night. Uh, and uh, the little Asian man said, you need to start doing some push-ups, young man. And uh, told, me, <laughs> told me to do 30 push-ups in the morning and it would solve all my problems. Folks, he was right. And not only did it change my or solve my problems then, but it changed my life. It established a routine in the morning where it was no longer thirty push-ups; it was a hundred plus sit-ups, plus pull-ups, plus curls. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then yeah, it, it, you it add goes. on your running routine with that. You develop a lifestyle. Lifestyle, and, and all, and most of your back pain it went away. Well, not just yours, dude. Almost everybody, your back pain is from uh, a bad core. You have a yes. weak core. Absolutely. Push-ups, planks, those are going to strengthen your core. And it's, again, I think all, what he Just did, exercise. he reminded me to instill a mentality, to uh, uh, lay a foundation in the morning to start my day off with just Started a right, little yeah. bit of exercise. Just get the blood flowing just a little bit. And it changes your whole mentality yes, for the day. Absolutely. <clears throat> you, feel, you feel like shit when you don't work out if you get into a routine yeah. of working out. It's it's a very true sentiment, and the problem with our society now is, oh, oh you're fat yeah. and you feel like crap. Here, take this anti-depression drug and then take this Ozempic to shed the weight in uh, two nights. Like, that's disturbing. You, you know what they used to say in the army? And it was so true. It's like you would just work, you, you know, you'd bust your ass on a workout in the morning, and then you got to go to work, right? <laughs> that's right. Or like, then sure, you know, they would always say, like, you want to make the workout the hardest part of your day because then the rest of the day is easy. Oh, absolutely. And it was so true. You would think like I'm working real out really hard in the morning. I'm not going to have en any energy for work. You should go shower. You put on your uniform. You show up to work. Yo, now swat, you know, take it off these tires and shit. It's not that bad because I'm so <clears throat> limber. I'm loosened up. Yes. I'm, you know, you're, you're jacked already, you know? And for all the grief, like you were mentioning with uh... – Joe Rogan, he gets shit on so much by the mainstream legacy media, and it's shocking because 
I've had days, honestly, where I was going to probably skip doing any kind of workout or going for a run after work because I was tired. And then I would see a tweet from Joe Rogan uh, showing him post-workout being like, I almost was a little bitch today, but I decided to not be a little bitch. And I told that little bitch to be quiet, and I went after it. And, dude, that's fucking inspiring. That actually, I will, I would read that and be like, I'm not going to be a little bitch either. I'm going to go for my run. You know, like it's very, yeah. there, there's a mentality there and a lifestyle choice. It, the, do, you know why, do you know why they hate him so much? <laughs> they do. Dude, they I, definitely hate him. No, you know, dude, they hate him because, and I thought about this the other day when I was trying to explain it. Like, he is, I have listened to him for years, hours and hours and hours. Right? You're probably talking, I've listened to this guy for hundreds of hours. He's never really tried to sell me anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> He has many things that he does sell, products, but he's never really, like, forced them on me. Or, you know what I mean? It, do you get what I'm saying? Well, he has and to do the these, commercials. The only thing part of he's ever... He has commercials, right? But so does every other person. Yeah, it's a part know, of like, the gig. Yeah, He's trying to make his money, so he is, you know... But he, he doesn't spend his show trying to push his items. Yes. That comes in the commercials during the commercial break, which I... You know, during the show... The only the only thing he's ever really pushed on me or his audience or anything is to work hard, is yes. to work out, <laughs> yeah. to exercise. Everything that's mm. free, you know what I mean. And that's why they don't like it. Because the minute you realize that it doesn't cost any money to feel better and to get healthier, they just lost their entire industry. That's right. You know, absolutely. The pharma, the big pharma wants you to believe you need them to live. And it, and, it, and it kills me at how many people fall, fall for that trap. Look, well, there's no, I try, yeah. <laughs> I try to, you know what I try to tell people all the time? I was like, dude, you're, if you're 30 years old, man, listen, you didn't get here by accident. You come from thousands of years of, <laughs> of you know what I mean? Absolutely. Of DNA fighting to be the best, right? Uh, and yes. and you, you are a product of a great like bloodline, whether you want to believe it or not, to make it. Right? To this point, yeah. So, you know, the rest of your bloodline didn't have Pfizer. And they were, <laughs> and they were fine. Pfizer's only been around for the last hundred years, people. We did just fine without them. For thousands. Our great-grandparents lived in 94 and 96. In nowhere right. Italy. <laughs> nowhere Italy. <laughs> Which is crazy. They lasted two world wars, two great flus, the, probably the plague. Like... They, they lasted. They released a recent report on uh, lifespan, and Americans are roughly six to seven years below on average through all financial levels. From the bottom 1% to the top 1%, we rank in life expectancy below the UK all the way through. It doesn't matter. Below the UK? It doesn't even matter how Ugh. rich you are. They're living better in the fucking UK. And they lose one out of a thousand just in soccer riots. Did you see their teeth? How are these people <laughs> living like this? That's fucking incredible. Does that include soccer riots? I mean, there's no way we're losing. It makes me think there's something in the fluoride that they're putting in the water there. I think there's something to that conspiracy because, holy sh dude, it's crazy if you look at the trends, the lifeline trends. Like, America is one of the worst in the world. <clears throat> we don't live. Because we're drugged, dude. We, we have pharmaceutical commercials. We're like the only country that has pharmaceutical commercials. Yeah. Ask your doctor the pharmaceutical if companies, right for Dude, the pharmaceutical companies run our media. Yes. It's insane. They own our media. And then everybody wonders why we are the way we are. Nobody found it strange that Stephen Colbert did his little music routine with the dancing Pfizer needles, and then they cut to the commercials. Hey, brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. The healthiest people I know don't watch TV. Yes. The healthiest people I know don't play video games or sit in front of a screen. That too. But it's not even just that. It's like they don't go to doctors. And I'm not saying we don't need doctors, but it's just like a mechanic. You, you can overdo it by taking your car to the mechanic too much, you know? That's right. It's and you could end up with a shady mechanic who's going to try to oversell you on shit you don't need. You don't need. Do you know why a mechanic's car lasts forever? <laughs> I always say this to everybody, dude. Look at Uncle Ga. His cars last forever. And tell me if I'm wrong, that guy never works on them. Never the bumper falls off, he throws the bumper in the backseat. That's right. Dude. A mechanic's car lasts forever because he doesn't touch it until it absolutely needs to be fixed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
you know what I mean? So if you're the kind of person that takes your car in every time it squeaks, you know. Yeah, you're going to, well, you'll be paying a lot of money. That's number one. You're going to pay a lot of money. And you might, you know, the guy might do damage, you know. Yeah. Sometimes could... it's better not to touch it. Yeah, well, if what's the saying? If it ain't broke, uh, don't fix it, right? That's kind of how it works. Sometimes it's better not to touch something, you know? You know what? You're right. We do need doctors. We need uh, legitimate doctors, health experts, people who are telling us the real news in the moment so that way we're not getting screwed on a health basis level. Uh, we were ragging on this for uh, about a month ago uh, that uh, they had the train derailment in Ohio. Everybody remembers the East Palestine thing. We found it hilarious that it took about, what would you say, three weeks for Donald Trump and Pete Buttigieg to finally make an appearance uh, there? Yeah, three weeks for Donald Trump, three weeks and two days for Pete Buttigieg. For Pete Buttigieg, right? <laughs> and we were in jest kind of laughing at the fact that they took so long to get there, and it was probably because they wanted the air to clear out. Uh, well, I don't think that was much of a joke. This morning, multiple investigators in East Palestine, Ohio, say they were sickened with the same symptoms they were studying in residents following that Norfolk Southern toxic train derailment in February. I've had massive headaches since it started. The CDC says on March 6th, seven investigators are part of a team going door to door evaluating residents started experiencing symptoms of their own, including sore throat, headache, coughing and nausea, adding symptoms resolved for most team members later the same afternoon with no <laughs> ongoing <good>. health effects. <laughs> for weeks, state and local officials have tested the air and water, declaring the results have shown both are okay. But despite government reassurances, Jessica Connard says CDC workers getting sick while on the ground justifies their concern. We certainly do feel forgotten in some aspects. How many people in my community need to be sick in order for someone to say, oh, maybe the air quality isn't so great. The news of investigators falling ill comes the same day the Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Norfolk Southern, handing down a nearly $65,000 fine for every day it violated clean water laws. This morning, Norfolk Southern responding to that lawsuit, saying in part, we'll keep working until we make it right. Residents like Jessica Connard say that begins with transparency and better testing. In the long term, we really need uh, and desperately need medical monitoring. We need the reassurances that the testing that's being done is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and FEMA teams were also on the ground when those investigators got sick. I'd be asking for independent. They did not receive testing. any reports of their staff experiencing symptoms. All right. So FEMA claims they didn't get sick, uh, but this independent team, I guess, uh, did get sick. So uh, I interesting. Right. Come on, man. I, I think we Who do you believe I think we called it right off the bat. Uh, you didn't see any politician going near this place for weeks, man. Oh, they actually now that you talk about dude, they didn't even send FEMA for two weeks. No, they didn't send anybody. That's why FEMA didn't get sick. They didn't get there until three weeks later. Like, it was really obvious that everybody knew how toxic it was and they couldn't say anything out loud. So they just didn't go. Wait a minute, and then when you all did come, you came in from the West. <laughs> y'all came in from Indiana, not Pennsylvania. Huh. I, come on, we all remember that picture of the frickin' smoke cloud. Come on, Oh, Hiroshima 2? Yes! I mean, Jesus Christ! That's the most frightening image I've ever seen on American ever soil! <laughs> The totally safe black mushroom cloud? Yeah, that's we poo-pooed it. Like, it happens all the time. Frank, I heard that uh, black mushroom cloud is mostly peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that little guy. That well, little like, yeah, I mean, uh, black clouds matter too, right, man? That's how it works. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, just because that cloud is black? You assume it's bad? Jesus. I thought we moved past this, man. Come on. <laughs> we always got to suspect the black clouds. What about the white clouds? Huh? <laughs> I thought we all agreed it was the yellow ones we got to worry about. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and while we're at it, why do the black keys have to be the small keys on the piano? Why do the white <laughs> keys have to be the dominant keys? God gave you guys the big dish. Come on. How much you want here? <laughs> That's right. The media didn't want to seem too racist with this one, so they, they tried to, you know... Cover it up. Uh, no, that's a black cloud, but it's not a bad cloud, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's a well-intentioned cloud. It's, it's one of the good ones. <laughs> it might be a black cloud, but it's, it's one of the good ones. Trust me. No need to be worried if this black cloud comes home with your daughter. Okay, guys? It's going to be fine. No. He's a good guy. This black cloud was formed over a white lake. So it's not... <laughs> One of the most disturbing images, and literally, you know, our media, everyone just kind of acted like, no, 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 it's totally normal, not a huge deal. Everybody, come back. You can drink the water, breathe the air. Except we're gonna send no politicians here for at least a month. All right. <laughs> and we see the government officials look like they came out of ET. Uh, that don't pay attention to them. It explains why Pete Buttigieg looked so uncomfortable in that stupid vest and the hard hat walking around, like he. At first, oh, I he couldn't was... wait to take a charcoal bath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some iodine. Give me some charcoal bath. I need this. <laughs> Can't believe you guys made me come here. He probably fought going there for so long, and eventually the administration's just like, "You gotta go. We're sorry, but this is your job. You're in charge of this." <laughs> oh, you know it, dude. <laughs> you know you said there. <laughs> Can't they send Chanston? Why don't we send the camel? She's useless. Nah, you can't send the camel. She would have fucked it up. <laughs> she would have made it worse. Oh, man. I, I, again, haven't seen the camel much. Uh, I think they dragged her out for something, but every time I go searching for camel clips, they're just not around, man. No camel. She's doing a refresh. She's got to do another refresh. <laughs> the election's coming up. <laughs> I think she should come out as bi or something, you know? Do the whole, like, I left my husband, I got a girlfriend now, I'm with Oh, if she came out as tranny, I think everybody in America would be like, ah, that makes sense. (laughs) Now I know where that neck came from. (laughs) Explains the mental illness. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was the neck of a 60-year-old man. Did you see, speaking of necks, uh, Nancy Pelosi's tweet about Trump's indictment and how he has all the, t- or he has the opportunity, as all Americans do, to prove his innocence in the court of law? Oh, does he, Nancy? Like he did during the two impeachments, <laughs> and then now during the fucking four trials that are about to go on? Oh, thank you for your grace, Queen Nancy. It got fact-checked by Twitter. Uh, because constitutionally, here in this country, believe it or not, Nancy Pelosi, uh, you're, uh, the, it's the job of the criminal justice system to prove guilt. Not, wow, thank God Twitter's... Not of, it's not the defendant's job to prove their innocence. It's your job, the state, to prove that they are guilty. You see, wow. because when you are indicted or arrested, you are uh, innocent until... Proven guilty. guilty. That's how yeah. the fucking justice system works here. Nancy Pelosi, could you paint it more as a political uh, witch hunt? Honestly, like you clearly, not only are you arresting a former president, which is absolutely unheard of and has never happened before, but you're also saying, well, he's got to prove his innocence now. Welcome to the new America. Welcome to the new normal, people. And not only yeah, that, seriously. not only that, and this is very same weekend. They convicted a kid for posting a meme about Hillary Clinton in 2016 to 10 years in prison. No way. Yes way. It was considered election interference. He made a meme, which is genius, by the way. It it was a meme sent out to all these people on the left on Twitter saying, instead of going in to vote on Tuesday, this is a week before the election, uh, click this link and vote via the internet or whatever. <laughs> and it was a, no way. It was a total, you know, joke. And apparently, like seven thousand people thought they voted by clicking on the fucking link. 
And so they didn't go vote? Dude, you're stupid enough to fall for that. Exactly. Well, no, that's not how it works in our current new normal justice system in this world of political hackery where we are trying people on the right for anything and everything. Uh, No, no, no. You made a meme. You go to prison for 10 years. (sighs) Wow. Got me a little worried about some of our memes. We've got some clever fucking memes here. I don't know. uh, (laughs) I might be staring down a life sentence, people. Oh, Ted Cruz's Are You Not Entertained? Probably the best. <laughs> Probably your best work. Nancy Pelosi, man, that, that's pretty scary. You, you're, you guys have crossed the line here. I'm you glad you see uncro- it that way. And the problem is, is like you cro- it's not going to be on cross now. Like, that's it. You guys indicted him. Now we know the other two are going to be indictments for sure. So now you're going to have this guy on three cases? Uh, what are the other indictments? I don't even know what he's going or being arrested for. You know, uh, apparently he's cruising to New York like as we speak. I think they're going to they're gonna book him on like Monday or Tuesday. They can't book him, dude. What are you going to do about the Secret Service? They're, they're bringing him in for fingerprinting and mug shots. And apparently CNN and all these left-wing media outlets are begging each other uh, to not post the mugshot picture because they believe it'll be used as a symbol uh, for the right of unification. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you guys think is going to happen? You guys think we're just not going to notice how you've become, I don't know, (laughs) Stalin-esque? I like your move there. The Hitler thing's been overplayed. Let's roll with Stalin from here on out. Oh, this isn't Hitler, dude. This is well beyond Hitler. This is this is Stalin-esque. This is, I'm going to kill off half my population without anybody noticing. We're sentencing uh, meme makers on their right to 10 years in prison. We're uh, arresting former presidents because they paid off a porn star 150 Gs 15 years ago. <laughs> We're uh, arresting 1,000 people for... A fake insurrection. Which was literally organized. We're gonna run out of prison space. We're gonna have to make a gulag. I'm sorry, a camp. I'm sorry. (laughs) A place to house these political prisoners. Is uh there vacancy at Guantanamo Bay currently? I'm not too sure. (laughs) Seems like that's where we're all going. We're five seconds from them rounding up anyone who voted for the guy. I swear to God, that's the scariest part. You that's what they're heading towards. You know, oh, well, we have evidence that you voted for this uh, criminal. You're a criminal uh, de facto, you know, de facto criminal. Well, you supported the criminal enterprise. That's right. How, how could I sleep at night, Frank, if I don't <laughs> persecute you for voting for Hitler? <laughs> you voted for Hitler. <laughs> you know? Nancy Pelosi uh, doesn't know how our law work, works or, sadly, Maybe this is the state of America and the justice system. Now, uh, you must prove your innocence because she, maybe it's a Freudian slip or she's saying the truth out loud accidentally. Look at the Jan 6th protesters, the quote unquote insurrectionists. They have been held indefinitely without any kind of, uh, you know, judicial process since the insurrection i I, I, want to know i want to know so there was a deadly insert there was a deadly insurrection they tried to overthrow the united states government and one one of the faces of the insurrection the horn guy had such a low sentence he already served it before you could (laughs) even charge the leader of the insurrection donald trump like you haven't even you haven't even been able to come up with a case to charge him yet and the 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 co-conspirators are already out? Yeah, QAnon Shaman, he's, he's free to go. Uh, speaking of mental illness, I think he's definitely mm. checks off that box there. And, dude, Trump, are they even getting him for the chance? That's over with. I think we're at the point no, where... No, that's what the federal... Pro- there's a federal case right now going after him. So he's being charged in uh, oh, New, New York, York yeah. in Georgia, and then there's a federal case for inciting the insurrection. Wow. Yeah relentless they they don't want but this it's not a witch hunt right? it's not a witch hunt we're just persecuting him in every democratic state <laughs> they absolutely do not want this dude to run for president they're fucking scared of this guy they believe no, it's, the, it, it's the opposite they need him to run really they, wow dude, biden can beat biden the only person Trump, biden can beat is trump and 
Biden is definitely going to be the candidate because they have no other candidate. I it seems as if maybe some people are lining up on the left, but I think you're right. They're going to roll with Biden, which is just uh, sad and pathetic. Um, Terrible. You know, I think I think he needs to run just to get rid of the camel. Like get re- like run him with like Pritzker or somebody. No, he's definitely running with Gavin Newsom. We'll get to it in the next uh show, but uh Are we there already? We are actually right there right now, uh believe it or not. Gavin Newsom, I believe, is gearing up to be the running mate for Biden, and I have the proof coming up in tomorrow's episode. But till then, we are at that point, folks. Believe it or not, it oh, yeah. is truly the fastest hour in the universe.